Hello and welcome to another episode of Magic Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And um, we just finished watching Harry Potter and a Globet of Fire. Yes, we did. I know that it's um, it's taken us a while to get here. Yes, and the journey's only half done. <laughs> I know. It's, it's fine. It's fine. We uh, basically... <sighs> <laughs> we we started the Harry Potter series last year. This yep. what, uh, hang on, Happy New Year! Indeed, yeah, yes. That is, um, we are so sorry. We didn't yeah. think of that, did <laughs> no. we? Happy New Year to yeah. everyone. Hope you had a good... <laughs> that was my attempt at a party blower, by the way. Great, brilliant, absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Can uh, don't pander to what's, me. What's the word? Um, Delete that. Start as we mean to go on. Is that the word? Is that the? I hope not. Phrase. I hope not. <laughs> you know how bad that was. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there'll be party blowers coming up very... Well, party blowers coming up very soon. Yes, there will be. Uh, which will be cool. Uh, you'll find out why in that episode. But as I was saying, we just finished watching Goblet of Fire. And it's taken a while for us to get here. But it's been a fun journey. Yeah. I mean, let's, before we get into the episode, uh, we'll kind of take a trip back of what we've... Not everything that we've done. But kind of where we've been. A little bit of a time travel. Yep. Interesting idea. Yeah, especially with a, a said actor in this film. Yes. Um, so we started the Harry Potter series last year. Yep, it's that's It's weird fun. saying that. Yeah, well, it's like saying, well, when it could turn around 2000, you could literally say like, oh, last century. Yeah. It technically it wasn't. It's was like, oh, that feels really weird. <laughs> this was, yeah, I'll see you next century. What? Yeah, next year. 2000. Yeah. It is weird, isn't it? I mean, when I was in primary school, I couldn't, I couldn't, conceive of the idea that the clock that it'd be zero zero instead of like because it was 1990s you know well, when it got what's, what was it when it goes to 2000 then you just, the teacher would go just double zero no it should be 20 yeah my mind as a kid couldn't think of it being just double zeros i know what you mean i've thrown you completely off yeah, course. yeah. so i say yeah so obviously we've been over the new year so let's look back last year yeah um we started harry potter series we did we we done so we done the first two. We done Philosopher's Stone, Chamber of Secrets. Yes. Last year we recorded the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, we did. Right. So we we recorded that last year. It didn't come out till this year, which obviously we know that we have certain films. Um, we won't name them, but we have certain kind of in a pipeline. So if we're if we happen to be busy and we can't get time scheduling time, yeah, there's always till, a. We have a backup, so then... We have a couple of pods on standby, just to be a better exactly, safe Exactly, yeah. Which, uh, obviously, we do, so that way... Like you wonderful you, people don't yeah, miss out. Exactly, you don't miss out. That was the intention going in. With the Harry Potter ones, it was like, we're going to do four this year, last year, yeah. number four this year, and then that will culminate in the series finishing. Yeah, that was the idea. Yes, we had technical uh, hiccups. And um, a few scheduling mishaps. Yeah, we had a couple of schedule issues. Um, and then the technical issue was the really big thing because if you remember we in October we had uh, so October the Nightmare Before Christmas was supposed to come out that didn't come out till November yes that was an unfortunate thing to happen but it got sorted out in the end it did but it just kind of knocked our schedules around a lot yeah and that, that was the bigger issue because yeah. we was like okay we can record but we don't even know what where we'll be uploading so we, we can edit everything and get stuff uploaded but where would we ain't got nowhere to yeah, put it? At the we haven't got a platform for it at that point. So, and that was the big issue. In while that was happening, I was like, "We've got the Christmas stuff coming up," and obviously, for people that do pre- like listen to the podcast and stuff, the people that know us personally will know that some of the episodes were recorded kind of out of order, then put into the order that we wanted. Yeah. Um, 
kind of a peek behind the curtain. That's how we that's how we done it. Like the the very last one, Muppets, was one of the first ones we recorded. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, we decided that was going to be the last one due to the song, wasn't it? Exactly. Um, and I, that was the only reason. What was the voice in the song there? Uh, um, Kermit, which is, there is magic in the air. But what, why did we choose it to be the last song before Christmas? Because one more sleep. Till Christmas. <laughs> That's me clapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going then. Yeah, but that was the only reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we kind of, we was like, do we put the Harry Potter one out over Christmas? But we made a like a, a final decision that ten bar will be just the Christmas pods. Yeah, because that was otherwise it's just doesn't the Christmas pods feel less if there's other pods out at the same time. I know yeah. they're the Christmas movies, but they're just another movie. Yeah, exactly. When it was only the Christmas movies over the Christmas period. That worked out well for us. Exactly, exactly that. So what we done was done the Christmas ones, and then I said to you like we took a little break over the New Year. So. We, the final episode that we released was the 24th of December, 2018. Yep. That was the last one we've done in 2018. Since then, Prisoner of Azkaban, obviously, has now come out. Yep. Um, this oh, one's come out. I keep saying, yep, yep, yep. Sound like a bloody uh, <laughs> This one's was now coming out, uh, being recorded and coming out. It's weird. It's, it's out. But you know what I mean. <laughs> I do, yes. Yeah. Um, and then we've got our anniversary of the year. That we've like the year that we've had of FRM Media as you're told. Yeah, it, pretty much. It's like a, a birthday. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you were able to say that, but yeah, the it's FRM's birthday. Yeah. What well, FRM? It's not just FRM. It's as yet untitled, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But F- FRMAYU's birthday. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, for people that do know FRM's the uh, the overall production as yet untitled is kind of like the umbrella of it. So that's yeah. the podcast side, and then we've got like a YouTube channel which kind of is FRM, but. We've got other bits coming onto that, and then we've got other bits that stem off of that. So, it, FRM's the overall, and everything umbrellas off of that. Yeah. Like, FRM would be the tree. So, uh, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. It's just, I keep, everything I say, just, yeah. It's yeah. probably just going to be going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so basically, the FRM's the tree, and everything else is branching off of it. Which is wonderful. I love that. Um, which is a good idea for maybe some merch. We'd need a few other things because you've got the tree, which is FRM. Mm-hmm. You've got as yet untitled as a branch, but so far we've got a tree with one branch. Or the tree could have like, oh, could you put YouTube, Twitter, and could you put those names on I there? I don't know. It could have copyright issues. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. We'll figure that out. Like we'll we'll cross Probably that just bridge. Like, do you want to say in podcast videos? Yeah, maybe. yeah, maybe. Um, we'll speak, have to think about it. Speaking of merchandise, yes, plug. Yes, um, a nice quick plug. Uh, over Christmas. People did buy the merch. Which we're very thankful and happy about. Yeah, which is great. Um, some people, one someone I know personally, um, so shouts to you. Uh, you know who exactly who you are um, with the new Avengers tattoo, which is really cool. Uh, so he got merch and uh, he sent me a picture today. I believe that's the picture you showed me. Yeah, yeah, so yes. a picture today. Um, I haven't got a photo of him wearing it yet. That's a weird sentence. Yeah, I uh, don't know why you want people to send you pictures of them wearing clothes. It'd be nice if people could tweet us that they've got... Yeah, like as a selfie with would be the, amazing. If they, I'd love it if they're wearing it, but if they framed it as well, yeah, that'd be like that's cool, pretty damn cool. Because I mean, I'd do that anyway. Don't I? I get t-shirts and stuff, and yeah. I end up on the wall. And that you were given a t-shirt by a friend of ours, and you decided to frame that. Well, not frame it, but put it up. Yeah, that's hung up. Yeah, uh, the uh, Fallout seventy six yes. one. Yeah, so that's on that's on the uh, the wall. Yeah, the t-shirt wall. Yeah. So that's the thing I do. Um, as I was, anyway, as I was saying, so. The Harry Potter ones, net they we we was like we're gonna get them done. We, we kind of we know where we're gonna end on the day that we're gonna end. Um, 
so it's now it's just a place of getting there. So at the, basically the first half of the this year, the first four or five months of this year, you'll see a, an increase of Harry Potter films on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, a lot more than um, normal. So the people that wanted to listen to and get us get us uh, wanted to hear us get to the end of the series, that's happening and it will be happening over this course of the beginning of the year. Yeah. Depending on scheduling. Hopefully. Well, yeah, everything should, it should be okay. Yeah, Haven't yeah. any major things come up, but of course, now we've said that, something major's <laughs> going to come up. I mean, like, depending on scheduling, for example, it, can we get other films out? On, because we don't want to overload. No, oversaturation of one type of movie is bad. Which is why we've got ideas to put um, other films in the mix. Uh, yeah. We've got specific films that want to come out on specific dates and stuff too. Indeed. Um, Specialist anniversaries and the whatnot. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to... Uh, it. It'll be quite a good year, I reckon. Um, you know, for the things that we're—I well, certainly hope so. Because last year, has there been a year gone past that hasn't had like one major catastrophe or like a group of celebrities dying or something? Yeah, I mean, for us, 2018 was a pretty good year. One minor hiccup with the, uh, the platforms. Yeah, but that was it. Uh, I, yeah, I like, believe. Yes, uh, fingers crossed that no hiccups this year. Yeah, I mean, if if they arise, then we would address them on a, a social media and stuff. Yeah, um, as we did last time. Exactly. Um, if you want to give us a, a follow on um, Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's uh, FRM underscore media. Yep, and if you want to get us on the Instagram. FRM underscore media AYU. Exactly. So follow us on there. Um, the, the growth on both of them has been great. I think we're, well, we're very happy with that. The, we are. The rapid growth of them has been impressive. Uh, we yeah, exactly and um, not to date when this pod come out or when this pod was recorded even uh, a tweet was put on our Twitter and uh, basically so December was our highest played month um, basically since we've been running um, not just our highest played month through SoundCloud also a highest played month on iTunes Stitcher um, and also a highest growth on Instagram and Twitter, so December like has been a major boom. Uh, yeah, it, it really, boom. it really did boost and it grew a lot. Because um, I, I looked back at a tweet because basically we put all of our stuff on Instagram, and I said to Chris, "There's certain things that we plug more than others. Certain platforms we use more than others to help grow the like the, the podcast and whatnot. Uh, we haven't really used YouTube. Um, that will come out later on. Exactly. We, do, we, do, we have got some bits on there, some uncut pods. Yep. But we'll be adding more to that as the year, as throughout the year. Exactly, and we know what's coming. Yeah. Um, if you've heard in other pods, we kind of put like a teaser in of what's going on. But yeah. stuff's going to be happening with that this year. So that's our main, not our main priority, but that's our next project kind of thing. Um, last year, it was obviously the podcast. Growing that and getting that to a good level of where we want it. But like we said, we've got a lot more to come. Yeah, exactly. Which we'll, we'll thoroughly enjoy doing for you wonderful people, of course. Yep. But... Um, Oh yeah, it's just amazing. Like I said, I was looking at the uh, the image, and I'll, I'll tell you what. It, I think it was around about the thirteenth of December. We we had little followers, like we didn't. The followers that we had were tweeting and liking and stuff. And uh, I'll tell you what, it, it was like twenty or something followers on our Twitter. That's pretty cool and, for us starting up like that. Yeah, um, and that was in December. Now we're in January, and we're in triple triple digits. <laughs> you know, so bit of rapid growth, it, quick growth. Um, and I mean, like triple digits on that, uh, triple digits on over triple digits on some some areas of the platform uh, with the podcast and stuff, which is you know, which is really cool. 
um, yeah, so just uh, from us to you, uh, we are we do appreciate it. Um, a big thank you. Yeah, a big thank you from us. So hopefully the months can grow as, you know. If, if it grows as quickly as it did in December, we're exceptionally thankful. I don't know, turn my microphone off. I'd be very impressed, yeah. <laughs> no, no, don't turn your phone. Don't, you know what I'm like? I can't talk to people without a script. You, yeah. you leave it to me to run a pod and it'll just be like 45 minutes of silence. I'm talking. I'm thinking, why can't I use myself? What am I doing? I like, oh, I'll turn it off. So uh, <laughs> You've got to the point where you're actually ignoring yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm bored of myself now. Um, should we jump into the film? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, so we watched Goblet, Goblet of Fire, Fire, as we said, um, the fourth episode in uh, the Harry Potter series. Yep. Um, well, fourth movie. Yeah, which is weird because it's our fourth movie, yet it's our fifth podcast. Well, yeah, we split. Was it the first one we split in 2-2? Two, two? Yeah, we... 2-2? Two, two? <laughs> Did two, I say 2-2? Two, two? Yeah, in 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> split we split in the two. first one into 2. You said we split the first one in 2-2. Two, two. Into 2? Yeah, yeah, in 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> I'm not saying Harry should go around wearing a 2-2. Two, two, <laughs> we split that movie into two separate parts. We did. Um, That's, is that better for you, Mr. Pedantic? Has it, to make yes. everything better for you? Yes. I just, all right, where do you want to start? Because Well, uh, generally the beginning. Well, I mean, we the one fun we started at the end. So, I mean, where, where do you want to go with it? Because uh, we always, <laughs> a lot of people moan that we always start with CGI. A lot of people, not moan, but people go, Well, that is generally, that is, your, that is your, like, that is your chew toy thing to go through if you were a dog. <laughs> That's the thing you won't let go of. It's too CGI. <laughs> not all films. I didn't moan about Radio Player One. No, because that was amazing. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we I'm both debating certain, that. <laughs> but we both certainly had a little moan about one particular movie. Yeah, you'll hear that soon. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, what about the differences from the book then? We, or, oh, you've never read it. I have haven't you? read it. No. Oh, so you, you keep meaning to read them. I know, you? man. Like you've got to read them before we do the, the final pod. Oh man, that's. I can read one of those books in an evening. You could manage it. Can as you well. do one in an evening? Of course, they're not exact. It's not like I'm reading War and Peace. I d- <laughs> do you know? Come on. So <laughs> <laughs> you're asking. Me, you can read that. Well, it's not in written in ancient Latin. It's English. It's pretty easy I, I to read. I tell you what. So, who's <laughs> the shock on your face? Then you read one. You can read one in evening. Well, yeah, they're words. I've not, I've, so I've noticed recently, <laughs> right? My mind. I used to be able to sit down, right? So there was a time I can't remember what book it was. There was a time I could sit down, read a Harry Potter book, or read a book or something like that, and my mind was with it, and I paid attention. Now I I I don't struggle reading, but I just struggle to pay attention. <laughs> like <laughs> I really do. Oh, you poor boy! I feel it. I, I I'm just like you can't blame that on age. I'm older than you, and I can still sit down and read a book. Do you know what I think it is because I'm, my mind's always active. Like I can't shut off. I think that's the problem. That's why when I try and read a Harry Potter book, I'm like, yeah, okay, I know the story, but I'm just not. It's, it doesn't grip. Words don't grip me. Well, yeah, if I words are gripping, gripping, you might want to see a psychiatrist. It's like, they don't grip me, but when I'm writing them, I feel gripped. Compelled. Yeah. Well, yeah, but sometimes you just have to sit down and force the book through. Granted, you have to enjoy the book you're doing. Yeah. Reading. I mean, say reading. Yeah, go on. And just, you've got to let your imagination wander away with you. To, like, picture it, not... The thing is, that's why I think you should read the books before watching a movie. So I feel like this is this is the reason why I think I struggle with the Harry Potter books. And like, for example... Because um, there's so many words. It's not, it's not. It's because when I read them, I'm not picturing, for example, we talked about this on the last pod, like Buckbeak, I picture him how I see him in a film, not how I would picture him with an imagination. 
Um, so the movies can spoil you, spoil you a little yeah, bit from the book. Like, I, I mean, you want us to read the um, Ready Player One book, don't you? I'm in debate about it. Like, it's not set in stone of like I'm going to read it, but I would like to to see the differences. Apparently, the clues are different, and the, what the, how they find out about them is different as well. So, so I've been told that, which is why I really want to read it to see um, how it is. But with Harry Potter, I think it's more of a. Um, I know what's. Ha- Do you know what I mean? It's like I know what's happening. Do I really need to read the books? But then I feel like I have to because there's more detail in the books. Uh, this does link to it slightly. What I'm about to say. Um, when the Lord of the Rings movies came out, it was it was reported that someone had actually not reported. You no, know, I've heard about it. Someone had gone to a bookstore and asked when the books were coming out about it. Wow. And I'm thinking, I've really done that to happen with Harry Potter. They've read it. See these movies. I wonder if there's any books about it. Go and ask about it. Yeah, the books came first. Yeah, they did. In most circumstances. I think there's one or two that came afterwards. I think I think she wrote them all. And then the films. I think the last no, one. because she was writing one as um, one of the movies was still on. Because she was in debate on whether or not to kill Harry off at the end. Okay. That must have been. Last one, most likely. The Deathly Hallows was in two parts. So it must have been. No, the book was one. That's what I mean. Like the film was in two parts, so she must have been writing Deathly Hallows for, and as the Half Blood Prince was coming out, maybe. Uh, I think so. That sounds about right. Yeah, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong about that, let us know, yeah, please. Yeah, let us know. Tell us on the Twitter. I'm sure that. Well, maybe if we tag a certain author. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. J.K. You know, listen. You oh know. yeah, please do. Oh, I'd love to get her, <laughs> her to like say to give us a thumbs up or something. And yes, I can say thumbs up because it's on Twitter, and you can yeah, give someone yeah. a thumbs up. I'm not, I'm not judging you. Since when? <laughs> Since when are you not judging me? Yeah, fun what you want. <laughs> we'll talk after the pod. <laughs> All right, so where, where do you want to Ooh. go with it? Because, I mean, I haven't really read the books. So right, I, so that's kind of lead, yeah, so it I kind can't. of throws it out, doesn't it? I can't really do anything with that because I'd be talking about this stuff you have no idea what I'm talking exactly. about. Exactly. All right, where do you want to go then? Um, what about the... All right, so we won't touch the CGI yet. Oh, no, there's not much... You know, just, just do it. Just touch no, the no, CGI. No, no, touch we, it. I'm touch not. it. <laughs> The character depth. I feel Which one? Like all of them. There's a... Uh, throughout the, uh, so let's do the main characters, and then we'll do the secondary characters. So all right. we'll do Ron, Hermione, Harry. Um, I guess they're the main characters. Would you class anyone else as a main in this one? Dumbledore, because he shows more of a human side to Harry. Yep. You know, when he's sitting there in his office, I'm frustrated, he's maddening. I would, I would call Moody a main, main character. Well, Moody isn't technically in it for very long. He's like two seconds. Well... Yeah, yeah, I know you well. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a he's a helper and an antagonist at the same time. Yeah, but we don't learn that till later. Who else? I would say really that's it. The, the everyone else is more of a Cedric is a secondary character. Yeah, rather than being a main one, he is a main part, but it's a secondary character. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all I can think of. All right, uh, so we'll do the golden tri- the golden trio, which is yeah. recorded in the book sometimes. Dumbledore and um, and Moody. Moody. So you got. Five. Yeah. All right. I mean, we know the trio. Yeah. We'll talk about trio. trio we'll know, trio. We'll talk about them in a like in a minute. Okay. Moody. Yes, Alistair Moody, former Aura. Yeah. What? What do you? So his first. I mean, his first appearance in the hall is when the lightning's cracking really quite strong and he calms it down somehow. Even though he uses no visible, no verbal spell. Points his wand up and it calms the ceiling down. Yeah, but it's not supposed to do that. The the, the ceiling mirrors the wither outside. So, all right, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Sorry, yeah, I've taken us off a tangent there, haven't <laughs> I? Sorry. I was going to say, so the the first impression, so the powerful, first, 
Yes, but the first time we see him, he's standing on a cliffside. Uh, first time the, the viewer sees him, yeah, he's on a cliffside, puts his foot in a puddle of water. Puddle. For some strange reason. But that's, that's the foot that's not real. Yeah. So it doesn't really make much difference. It's not going to get cold. But he, instead of climbing up a path or, you know, taking the carriage to Hogwarts, mm-hmm. he goes round the cliffs for some reason. Yeah. Which makes no sense to me. It only makes, him, makes you look at, like, why? Like, why is he taking that? Because I was looking, I was like... Clearly, there's got to be a quicker way. <laughs> there are several quick... Well, he's a wizard. He can apparate. Apparate right near the gates. Yeah. Because you can't apparate inside the grounds of Hogwarts, according to Hermione in the, the book of Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And just take the carriage up or walk up. Hell, yeah. you can use a broom to fly up. There you go. Um, I don't know. Um, But yeah, like he's, his whole... I think it's to show how powerful he is and how... Uh... Crazy. Well, yeah, in the books, it does say he's paranoid. He's exceptionally paranoid. Dark wizards are out to get him all the time. But given how many people he's put into prison, I think he's got every right to be paranoid. But it's not him. No, but we're you know we're led yeah. to believe that's the real Moody at this point. But I, do you know what I mean? Like it's not so he. This is this is not the issue. But this is the thing that I, I was like. He's got no reason to act like that. I guess maybe he's like like a method actor. So if he stays in role all the time. Yeah, I suppose. Like, but then. He twitches. Like, he has that twitch. Well, that's, a psych- that's more like a psychological tick, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you've seen me when my, my shoulder, I'll click that without even realising I'm yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And that's not something I, I'm aware of sometimes. Same as moving my knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. Or my mum, when she, when we're out somewhere, she's uh, tapping tap, her fingers. Yeah. yeah, it's just she doesn't even realise she's doing it. So with that, it could be something he just, just doesn't realise. Yeah, uh, okay. That's the only, that's my only criticism of, he's always in character. But I guess if you're always in character, how long has he been in character? That's the... I mean, that's a question. I'm not... All right. Once again, this is back to the book. Yeah. Apparently, he heard... Um, there's a whole... I think it's like half a chapter talking about it. I can't remember which bit, though. Uh, apparently, he heard a noise and blasted some cats uh, from his window. He said, right, A message was sent to the ministry saying someone was out to get him, or something like that. And when Auras got there, he was just saying it was someone outside. I think that is when he was supposed to have been switched. Right, Okay. That will make sense. But in saying that, I feel at the same time, now we... So we know that um, he's obviously he's not moody. Yes. At this point, we know... We, at the movie, we didn't know, but we know now that we, he yeah, was we no longer know. moody. So we know that he's moody. So saying that he's paranoid, it could be a case of the people from Azkaban are looking out for him. So, I mean, if he's on the run from Azkaban... Yeah, and him, like act, him would, acting paranoid would fit in with the moody character yeah. itself. So it could that could be a reason why he does the way that he does, because of the paranoia. Yeah, but then technically he look, makes him look more guilty doing that. If he'd acted normally, he would also look guilty because moody doesn't act normal. Yeah. So either way, he's going to look crazy. So yeah, he makes himself look crazy enough to look like he's moody. moody. Yeah. What do you think of overall then? So we'll take off, yes, he's powerful and stuff. And obviously we know that it wasn't him. But as that character that we see, we watched throughout the film, what do you think of Moody? Like, I think he's a good teacher. I actually think he taught the kids something. Most of their defense yeah. against the dark arts teachers have been complete twats. I mean, I mean, com- I mean, look at we had Quirrell, Ugh. Lockhart, Lupin. Lupin was the only one who's good, but he was a werewolf. You got to take. He's a good guy, but you've got to take that off of him. I mean, I I beg to. I'm interested in knowing. <laughs> they're like the way they do um like their interviews for the dark arts teacher there's got to be a way to like well the position's cursed it is isn't it yeah Voldemort himself tried to get 
you find this out. I won't go into too much detail because it occurs yeah. in a later movie. But you find out that the position was uh, quite literally magically cursed, so no one can last more than a year. Wow. So no matter what happens, you can just you'll never be able to find someone for more than a year. But at the time with uh, with Lockhart, he everyone believed he was the hero from his books. And he wasn't. He, would, he no, took he was, it from... He was uh, using yeah. memory charms. Yeah. And Quirrell was the professor beforehand. Then got taken over by Voldemort. Yeah. yeah. He, he, Voldemort broke him. Yeah. Then Lupin, unfortunately, oh, he, was a werewolf. Yeah, he left. Yeah, I mean, so we've already gone through, in four films, we've gone through four different uh, dark arts teachers. Yeah. That's really bad for the curriculum. Yeah, it isn't These great. These kids aren't learning at a proper rate. No. And I think with the mishaps that are going on in the school anyway, that, that, having a, a standard teacher... Like, I think they need to hire some Muggleborns, or so at least maybe a couple of Muggles themselves. Yeah, I know it'd be a major secret in the Wizarding <laughs> world, but they've they've got they've got children who have a Muggle parent or two. Hermione's parents. Yeah, granted they're dentists apparently, so not much good at teaching for anything other than dentistry. Well, you never know when you'll need that in the Wizarding world. Well, yeah. Remember, keep Igor Karkaroff's teeth in this. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. That'd be a new form of torture, wouldn't it? Dentist chair. Hermione could have given him a discount. <laughs> well, I'd rather take a bat to his teeth, frankly. Those things need to be exercised. Exercised. Yeah, yeah really, they, they really do. They're bad, aren't they? But, yeah. Oh, it's just they don't... The kids are not going to learn well at all with this continuous shift in teachers. And the school's supposedly safe. There hasn't been a single year where a student hasn't been attacked. Yeah. First year. I feel like there's always been a death too. Uh, Quirrell in the first year, no one in the second. Ginny Weasley was petrified by the snake, yeah. but there was no death. So there was a lot of petrified, no petrifications, death. no deaths, yeah. no. But uh, well, nearly the basilisk. That was a that was a monster. Killing the monster isn't exactly a bad. I, I thing. guess so. But okay, we'll count that as a death since technically it did happen during the school year. The third one, no deaths. I'm trying to think. Mm. Sirius and Harry nearly got their souls sucked out, but there was no deaths. No, you're right. Yeah, no deaths in that one. And the fourth year... A death. Cedric. Yes, Cedric Diggory. Yeah. Who is played by uh, Robert Patterson. He is. I mean, so we kept making a lot of jokes in this one. Um, obviously, we've seen it before. This is a reoccurrence. Like, re- we've seen this movie time. a couple of times yeah. now. Um, but apart, we've never watched it together. No. Which is, I think, what we're... What I like, because we both said we're getting sick of the Harry Potter ones, because... Like, we've it's, seen them before. Yeah, it's reaching a point. As much as I do love Harry Potter, and I've been to the Harry Potter uh, exhibit place, you know, Harry Potter World. Yeah. Up outside London. It's lovely. I've got my own uh, Dumbledore wand. I've got a couple of bits of memorabilia. It's lovely. It's great. It's just, it's winding down for me now. The thing is, it's, it can be on over Christmas, or it's randomly on on the telly. Or it, yeah, it does. So it, you don't get a break from kind of it, kind of from it. I think that's the, that's my issue. And I'm like, right, we're trying to do these over on the pod as well. But I thought I'm enjoying it more because we're the first time we've watched it together, so we're getting each other's reaction from the thing. Yeah. Um which leads into we were talking about um we kept making the same joke of Time Lord yeah. because David Turner at that point was he at Doctor Who at this point? No, I think this came first. Just, just yeah, I, th- I believe it was. Because he seems younger than the yeah. Time Lord character in this. Um But then when you watch it, like it was when at the end when he was used when he ran out of polyjuice potion. And yeah, he's becoming like regenerating. Yeah, and I was like, he was regenerating, you know, and just just things like that. And the tent in the yeah, world, the, tent, the, like, it's the Quidditch World Cump. They <laughs> Cump. Is that going to be another word? <laughs> Go on. Is that another word I've tried to that Cump? <laughs> Depends how that's said, really. <laughs> okay, we'll skip <laughs> yeah. that one. That didn't happen. 
Yes, the Quidditch World Cup. Yep. They have, um, well, we, when, when they get there, we see they've got a t- small tent. And you're, you said it there, you didn't like, look at the tent. Yeah. And then when it opens up, it's like got multiple bedrooms, a kitchen, a lounge area. It is larger than my bedroom. And it was the size of a two person tent. Yeah, yeah. And two person tent, that's a bit, a bit of an exaggeration for the size of it. It's like one and a half person. Yeah. Because there's no way you get two adult people in there, really. I think side by side, like sardines. You'd... Yeah, it'd be very uncomfortable if, like trying to keep not from knocking into anyone during the night. Yeah, it'd be weird. Would you have a tent like that, if you could? Would I have a tent that was bigger on the inside than it was on the outside? Yes, yeah. yes, I would. I would actually probably set it up so that the entrance was right there. So you walk in through the bedroom door and it's actually just the tent. Yeah. I'll tell you what I really did like. Obviously, they went to... They to touched the old manky boot, as Harry puts it. And um, they teleport. To it's a port key, yeah. Port key. So they reappear um, where the World Cup is, wherever that's supposed to be. It, uh, well, where they landed was like the t- designated landing site because other yeah. people had port keys and they'd all land there one by one. But what I liked was they get given the tent. Obviously, we know other people probably paid a lot more and stuff, right? Yeah. Now, we know the Weasleys are very... Um, Financially limited. And very frugal. Like, they'll save what they can. They'll knit stuff and... Yeah. Like, hand me down. And did you see in this one, things are handed down. Yeah. Right, to, especially to Rom. Um, they are right at the very top of the stands. Uh, watching the World Cup. They... Oh, they got tickets... His dad got tickets from the ministry. Yeah. And the tent came from his dad's friend, Perkins. So, like, they got... All, obviously, they got their stuff for free. Right at the very top, and you think like if, if we went to a show, and was like we've got these tickets. You're at the top, you'd be like, oh, "I wish we could be closer." Can't do you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, but the problem is with our with us seeing a show down there. The Quidditch World Cup is happening all over, like a big oval. Yeah. it's not just like on the ground. It's it's not like a football match. You're sitting half a mile away from you can't see it. Yeah, yeah. The people actually well, at one point they come right up, don't they? Yeah, but I, what I was going to say was not one of those Weasley kids complains that they're too high up, and no. they're all happy. <laughs> So it shows that they're, they're very humble as well. Well, yeah, they they have to be, don't they? They've, they've, they've got very, like I said, they're financially frugal. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to be. I mean, they could be like, oh, we want to get high. We want this and we want that. None of them are like Well, that. I don't know. With a mother like Molly Weasley, I'd be worried about asking for anything. Yeah. But they're doing, they're not doing, they're, they wouldn't do it for the same reason. Exactly. You know, so like, I do like that. And I like the fact that... Yeah, it's fine. And I, I like the fact that... Um, when when the film starts, Harry's already at Ron's kind of thing. Um, and he, he stayed there. And there's a spare bed for him. He's not on the floor on the couch. He's in his own bed. Oh, sorry about that, listeners. I needed a drink, drink of water there. And, well, yeah, because um, I, th- I think it's this one that you don't actually see it. The, um, they go to collect him from the, his that's, aunt and uncle's yeah. house. And they try to get there by flu, which is through the fireplace. <laughs> well, Vernon Dursley had his blocked up. They got electric fire. So had to blow a hole outwards. <laughs> and then uh, Dudley, let, um, not Dudley, the twins let one of their trick sweets fall to the floor. The, the sweet is usually called a ton tongue toffee. So it's a toffee which makes your tongue swell out your mouth to weigh about a ton. Yeah. And everyone's screaming about it. And apparently <laughs> uh, Arthur's well, like advancing on Dudley said, don't worry, I can fix it. And Petunia's trying to shield him from the madman with a wand who's just blown <laughs> up a living room. So. Yeah. Yeah, so, and they go and collect him and take him to it. So that's how it starts, really, from there. I mean, I do enjoy it. And then, obviously, we get the uh, the Death Eaters 
Indeed. Um, there was a, so this was a thing that I didn't get. At the end of the film, we have like a selected few of Voldemort's Death Eaters. Considered right? the inner circle, yeah. So you got, from what we know, you got definitely you have um, Malfoy, Crab, Goyle, Rosier. Rosier. They're the four that are named. They're the they're the four that he, he pulls the um the mask away the, the skull faceplate yeah. plate away from, yeah. So they're the four that he says in this one. I think another name's mentioned later on. Right. So we've got the inner circle. Yeah. In that Quidditch World Cup scene at the end. There were so many of them. There was a lot of them. So is there more Death Eaters? Oh, there's there's a small army of them. But you've got the inner circle, the set there's a lower circle and the rest are like the minions. Yeah. Because you see in other films it grows. Oh yeah, and the, the well, one of the movies we saw how many people decide to side yes. with him. I'd have liked exactly them all to lose that. their magic. Seriously, I'd have liked them. Them try to cross the boundary. And then yeah. Just, no more magic for you. Exactly. Um, obviously, we'll cross that. We'll cross boundary. that bridge when we come yeah, to when it. When we come to it, yeah. But I, I do like how specific ones are around, but you know there's others there. Oh yeah. Because I was like, okay, so clearly the ones that are with him is in the circle. They are the important ones. So I'm assuming they're the ones that went to Hogwarts with him. No, uh, no, in this, I think Voldemort's like seventy something. Because because you said something about seventy years, but I'm thinking, hang on. So where does the where did they become Death Eaters? How did they he, become? He, right, they grew up. Right, I think they grew up hearing about him because that's when he was in, on his first rise to power. Like the myths of him. Yeah, and yeah. they after school, a lot of them joined up like a cult. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. Because that's how. Um, well, you'll find out in another movie how he eventually recruited his first yeah. Death Eaters and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty much like he's a cult of personality. So many of them went to him for different reasons. Some went for like the power he had, like to share in it. Others wanted to make money out of it. Others wanted to rule from the shadows. Mm-hmm. Malfoy just wants to rule or wants to be part of the ruling class because he honestly believes that wizards are better than muggles. Yeah. Which, there's a lot of, there's a balancing of the scales there. There's more of us than there are of them. Yeah. But... They could kill a lot more of us in one hit at that time than we could. Even yeah, though exactly. we've got like, the bomb, we can drop it and wipe out an entire enclave of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. So speaking of Death Eaters, was there um, when Voldemort is being reborn? Would you, would you call it reborn? Resurrection. Re- 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 right, resurrected. Is that the right word? Well, he was in. The, he had a body restored. Let's go restored, with restored. Yeah. So when Voldemort's being restored. Um, Wormtail yes is the um, is the only one there yeah yeah because Voldemort once he's fully restored uh, uses one on Wormtail's mark which then alerts everyone else that it's time to appear Mm -hmm. I think it also tells them where to appear to yeah because that's (laughs) that's like like a pager beep 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 come here now yeah I know what you mean so at at that point um, obviously we're going basically towards the end of the film now yeah Um, at that point I was like, okay, so what? Would you say Wormtail was the, um, the not the savior for Voldemort, but he was like the guy that was pulling all the strings, or was it um, Barty Crouch Junior? Because they were both they were working in like unison, without knowing that they were working in unison, kind of thing. Yeah, Barty Crouch. Um, sorry, not Barty Crouch. Vol- uh, Wormtail only went back to Voldemort out of fear of what yeah, happened because he says this in the film. Yeah, and basically, his only real duty was to maintain Voldemort. He had to, the snake had to be milked yeah. for a venom that's part of a potion along with some other bits and pieces to basically feed it to Voldemort to mm-hmm. make sure he's this new 
homunculus body was he created was functional enough. Otherwise, he would have had to possess Peter, yeah. which is Wormtail, and it wouldn't have worked out well for anyone. Mm-hmm. And who else would be stuck in that body? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd, so, we'll go with CGI quickly. Okay. Um, and then we'll talk about the trio, because it kind of falls into this bit. So, surprisingly, I didn't mind the CGI in this. I know... Because oh, you know it's dated now? So I think the first thing, yes, it's dated. Like, that. that's not... I haven't got an issue. Like, I don't mind if it's really bad CGI. Like, and it's date, and you know it like it was from like the seventies, eighties. Yeah. You can understand. Okay, it's not going to be the, the quality like that you want, but it's not overused. That that's my main thing. It's not overused to a point where no matter, for example, we stand in this room, and if we were to shoot a film, we'd keep it in this room. For example, if you was in a Hollywood cinema or Hollywood film, and you had one room, you'd put it all green, and then you'd make it so you're in fields. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like. I just feel like green screen and stuff like CGI is so overused now. Whereas in these Harry Potter films, it was used the right the right things were used at the right time. Yeah, I understand that completely. Yeah, um, for example, I'll give a prime example. So when, uh, so when they're doing the second task, yeah, the water and they go on, they, they go on the water. Um, so yeah, when they're going under, and Crumb is the shark. It it looks like a shark, and then when it pans the other way, the way it's half it smooths half. into his human yeah. form, yeah. And then when he comes up out of the water, he shakes his head, and he kind of morphs himself back into the, which was impressive. Exactly, and I, and I actually said I like that. So it's it's enough in the film without being overkill. Like the dragon, like the, I didn't complain about it. I was like, okay, like no, because that was good enough CGI that could, it could easily have been a real dragon. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I, you you don't need to CGI. A big ass forest. No. To make it look big. Sometimes less is more. And in this, that is exactly what it is. There's enough in there to run the film and co- help carry the film, but not that much that you need. I also like the um, sorry, yeah. I also like the under when Harry first went into the water and he's experiencing the change in the gilly water, yeah, the gillyweed. The fact that the, you've got the angle in the water, the green misty water and the vines all lit mm-hmm. for it, and you see him like twisting in pain. Everything. I, I, I like that. Yeah, it was really good. I didn't enjoy it. So that, that's what I mean. That It's enough that it doesn't overkill the film. Yeah. Whereas films like in Avengers, it's so overkill that you're like... It was way too much. I'm watching it now for the special effects and not the film. Yeah. Like, and that's how it come across to me. But yeah, this it was really good. I really enjoyed them in this. Um, I can't... I, I don't know if there's a specific... Like, if there's... I don't know. Like, you know, sometimes you think, oh, I want to change that or something like that. Kind I think of, they did pretty well with it this yeah, time. There's I'd, no need for any major changes. Yeah, I, I can't think of I any. I would have liked to have seen a few bits from the book make it into the movie, but that's the that's the editor's and director's prerogative. So yeah, I mean CGI wise, I've got nothing to complain no, about. No, there is nothing um, to complain there, as far as I can see. I think things I would have liked to have seen. Uh, so we'll, as they go for the task, so for example, we only see Harry go for the egg, the task one going going for the golden egg. It would have been nice to have seen them. It doesn't have to be overkill or too long, but as Harry's sitting there, you could have had faded, kind of like blended into the uh, backwards. I know exactly what you're thinking. Then the, yeah. a montage of the others grabbing them, and then Harry's sitting there, and then you see another one grab theirs. So then it is the build up to Harry getting his one. Then when he walks out, the crowd was silent a bit. So I was like, it would have been nice to have seen them get theirs, and then so you see how they got it, and how Harry gets his. I think there's a point in the book where um, Harry's due to go out and get his, start to go out and get his, and then um, he goes past like the first day turn, and Cedric's there with orange paste on his face, right? From like a, bur- a burn paste, 
Yeah. That would have been a nice little bit to add in. The fact that bad things can happen in this tournament. Ex- exactly. And I was like, it was like the, them little things. I was like, oh, if, if you could have added that, that would have, it wouldn't have made the film any better, but it would have just been like, okay, they got theirs. How did he get his kind yeah. of thing? Because you see everyone else do their, their stuff in the tasks. And the other two. Like, you see what happens to Crumb. You you see what happens to Fleur, Fleur and stuff. In, in the other two tasks as well as Cedric but you don't see him in the first one and I was like I would have liked to have seen it you know it didn't have to be a full scene but it could have just of them grabbing the egg yeah, as, they're, as they're saying it as they're saying stuff about it like the, like Dumbledore commentating yeah. like faded things going past or in the corner of his mind or something like that yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll t- I tell you what I would have liked as well uh, so when Harry's going for the egg who's the boy that does uh, does the um, the announcing for Quidditch? I can't think of his name. Lee Jordan. Yeah, it would have been nice to have him commentating. <laughs> like, and, yeah, I understand. You know, There's a link to the past. And yeah, the like, lot. It, I mean, it's not necessary, but imagine like Harry Potter has got the old golden egg, something like that. Um, so in the same way he said Harry's got the Harry's Harry's got the snitch. Yeah. So it's just like a, a homage a throwback. To, so that would have been cool. Obviously, it wasn't needed. No. But, um, also, I found this one a bit funnier. Than the other two, well, but or the other the, three, even. Well, the first one was him finding himself. The second one was people turning on him. Yeah. The third one was him finding out a secret, and then as a teen, as a starting up to be a teenager, getting all moody about it. Yeah. In this one, there's a fair bit more comedy, like you said. Yeah. But there's still a few bits which not irk me, but like they're still very angsty. Yeah. Like, is there any that you can think of off the top of your well, head? No, but that's when we, I'll, I'll talk about that when we go into like this golden trio. Okay, that's fine. Um, no, it's a comedy side for me. Just Ron in general, he's he's like. Go on. <laughs> no, I was gonna say he's like he's the way he acts in this one is like it, it's the same character. He's a goofball in this one. Yeah, but he's he's just that little bit more. Um, so when he tries to ask Fleur on a date, oh, that is terrible. And they just say he's, he screamed. At her. <laughs> he screamed at her and then ran away or exactly. something. Exactly, and I was like, okay, like that's a typical. Like that. nervous boy yeah, asking yeah. A, asking a girl who's way above his station. And the thing is, as well, we don't need to see that scene to imagine how he would have done that. Like, and I think that's what's so good about it. Like, you can picture it in your head. Yeah, the like, goofball Rupert side of him is yeah. very apparent in this movie. Um, I'm trying to think the the Weasley twins. The Weasley twins have been the same in every movie, haven't they? I in this they're one, just... they're out to make a bit more money out of people. But I think, yeah, yeah I mean, because they, they look a bit more like hustlers in this one. Um, when they're, when they're doing the uh, what's that face for? It's just hustlers. It has m- multiple meanings. And oh no, I mean like <laughs> trying to make like you said when they're making money. It's just like ah oh, ten ten to one that galleon kind of thing on Fleur each time. Yeah, yeah, on on each time. And I'm thinking like because I said to you, I mean, if you put a ten pound on that, you're getting a hundred back plus your tens. So you're making hundred and ten pounds. <laughs> you know, so like they're trying to trying to bring money in, and I'm and they know that Fleur isn't going to do it. The reason they're trying to get once again this this is something that should be in it from the uh, from the book. Bagman, who's not in this movie but should be, he's he was one of supposed to be one of the judges, I think. He um, basically it was he made a bet with the Weasley twins yeah. at the Quidditch match about who would win. They won, but he gave them leprechaun gold, which disappears after a little while. Oh, okay. So they've been trying to get their money back, basically. That's why they're doing this. <laughs> okay, that makes sense now. But yeah, just just little things, you know, like they're. Their comedy thing is like just throughout the whole film, like 
when they're there. <laughs> For example, when he goes, feet off the table, feet off the table. They always talk together at the right time. Yeah. But I noticed when they did that, one of the twins was not, his mouth wasn't moving. So yeah. I think they pre-recorded a lot of the stuff when they talked together. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Um, you know, so there was that, um, when they try and beat the age of the ring. Yeah, it's uh, the age it line. Age line. They jump in, they think they've won, the flames lash out, throw them out, and they grow incredibly long white beards. It's, I just like the bit, because like, we have the, the subtitles on, and it goes, we're old school. And then they just start wrestling, and I'm thinking, <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> like, normally you'd be pushing, and like, they'd scrambled like brothers. Like They had a yeah. fight like brothers. Every brother has a tussle now and again. Yeah, but it, it was just what they were saying to each other. It was your fault. He goes, no, it was your fault. No, you, no, you. Yeah, and then like, we're old school. And I'm thinking, (laughs) what's that got to do with anything? (laughs) Well, they're twins. They're weird. So Yeah. (laughs) But they're not the only pair of twins in Hogwarts. You've also got Pavarotti and Pamina Patel. Patel. The Patel twins. Yeah. I can't pronounce names. I apologise to the actresses. I'm sure you're wonderful, but I'm not very good at names. But yeah, they they also talk as they speak at the same time. Yep. So I'm wondering if that's like a magical twin thing. I'm assuming so. It's kind of cool. I want a twin. I'd love a twin brother. No, I'd, I'd wind myself up. I wind myself up as it is. If I had a twin of me, I'd be even more annoyed. That's why I like sleep. I haven't got a part with myself for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason you don't have any mirrors in your house. Yeah. So you just turn around. No, no, not dealing with you today. Yeah. Um, so we're sticking on the Weasley twins. Um, can you say what they are? So when they're in the, doing the uh, the Yule Ball training, dance training. Yeah. Um. Can you remember the line that Professor McGonagall says and one of the Weasley twins says, try saying that ten times? I wasn't in the room at that point, yeah. but I'll do my best. Um, I don't want you acting like a a pack of... No. A pack of bount- uh, baboons. Something, something with babbling, baboons. bumbling, band of baboons. <laughs> you put your note that down, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would have butchered that. <laughs> what was it again? It's a uh, babbling, bumbling, band of baboons. Bubbling, babbling, band of baboons. Yeah. Babbling, bumbling. Babbling, bumbling, band of baboons. Babbling, bumbling, bumbling. <laughs> you can't say it once. Like... <laughs> well, you keep changing it on me. Do you I... want me? No. <laughs> My eyes, that's like... Uh, babbling, bumbling, band of baboons. There you go. I'm not going to try that again, by the way. That's... Yeah. I was, was going to say, can you do it ten times? No. no I can barely do it once without <laughs> seeing it. You know what's really unfair? I was actually out of the room at that point, so I'm, I haven't seen that since the last time I saw the movie. Yeah. Because that's when um, McGonagall tells Ron. Ron to hold her waist and he was... Yeah. Which that the... megaphone, though. He's one massive megaphone. It's huge, isn't it? Just for like a... Just turns... And do you know what makes me laugh? The needle's scratching, right? Yeah. And he's struggling to work it. They're magic. Like, why I... didn't she... T- he hasn't. No, but I mean, why didn't McGonagall just... T- a wand quickly... <laughs> like, you know... Well, same reason why Harry didn't use his spell to lift the bloody... During the first task, the dragon breaks free. It gets like basically Harry crashes for all intents and purposes. Yep. Instead of he's hanging from the, the rafters, yeah, outside the school, and he didn't think to use his spell. The same spell he used to summon the broom in the first place to pull it up to him. Know, no, he yeah. keeps trying to reach it. What? Why? <laughs> Don't know. I have no idea. In fact, why was that chain even breakable? Do you think that train was train? Do you think that chain was? was there to be broken in the first place because you can look at it from two points one people someone's had to make sure Harry dies 
Yeah, but no one, the, any, the, the baddie in this doesn't want him to die. He wants yeah, him to survive. And which win. I was going to say, do you think, so there's two ways to look at it. One, someone wanted Harry to not succeed. And the other one is, uh, no, obviously it wasn't supposed to break. Because I, that would have gone against Moody's plan. I think it was just incompetence. Yeah. I think it's just some wizard who thought, well, that chain will be enough. And that was it. Yeah. It's fair enough. Do you want, do you want to jump onto the golden trio? Well, not particularly. They, say they look a bit lumpy, but okay. Well, let's, if we're going to talk <laughs> well, about them, let's, let's go there. Jump onto that subject. Go on. So okay. what was it you were going to say about them? That Ron's a dick. Okay. Uh, I know he's jealous because... He's right. He's got all these He's got these elder brothers who have done really well. Yeah. And everyone wants him to succeed. But every even if he succeeds at something, his brothers have done it first. It doesn't mean as much to everyone. Yeah. But there's no reason to... Cont- if you, He's not a good friend to Harry. He's he, not. He's not. There's no... I don't see why... The only reason they're friends is because... Harry sat in Ron's no Ron sat in Harry's carriage on the first on the way to Hogwarts that's mm-hmm. literally the only reason yeah and if it hadn't been for Ron telling Harry that all the Slytherins are bad Harry would most likely would have ended up in Slytherin yeah because that's where the hat wanted to put him yeah yeah so ha- oh, it, Ron is just a Klingon yeah, Hermione is okay but she she panders to Ron yeah because um, at one point he makes a comment about her like being used <laughs> and she basically fraternising with the enemy <laughs> yeah she uh, he, she has a go at him and he goes well that's just you missed the point then the, the next time they're together they're all happy again yeah she just lets everything go and he is a user he latches on to Harry because of his fame he's jealous of the fame but he, oh, it's just I think I don't think Harry should have accepted him back so easily as a friend yeah I know you disagree with me on that no no I do agree I, I feel I, I want to talk about because this is not the... This is... I believe this may be the first time that he does it, right? But he kind of... Yeah, it's the first time he actively says, I'd get away. Yeah. Piss off, basically. Yeah. Um, yes, it's the first time that he actively says, like, basically to leave him alone. Um, but this is not the first... It, it becomes a thing, like, throughout the next few books. Yeah. Like, His jealousy amps up a lot more. A lot. And then culminating in... A, Something that happens in another one of the films. Obviously, you won't talk about that now. But um, I see what you mean. As as a whole, though, it, it's I feel like that's how that's how he is. Like I don't think it's just jealousy of Harry. I mean, he, he wants he wants to be the best, but he doesn't want to work for it. Yeah, but um, look at put it, put yourself in in his situation. So look at his situation from a different perspective, like from his one. So he's the youngest brother. Yeah. Right. He gets all the hand-me-downs. True. Um, Ginny is more favoured because she's the only girl. Yeah. So he is lowest of the pecking order. Yeah, he's on the to- he's at the bottom of the yeah. hole. Right. On top of that, he he's not great at doing like like you said. All the other brothers are doing stuff. He isn't. Well, no, at this point, he's only a kid still. Yeah. So he's still got to grow into what he can. Yeah, do. but that's what I'm saying. Like the others, are, they've already done stuff. Yeah. Like where he hasn't yet. So anything like you said, anything that he does. They've done it's it not, first. It's not so. an achievement. So he has nothing to aim for. You know? The thing is, this was brought up quite clearly in the first one with the chair, with the uh, the mirror. Yeah. He looked in the mirror and saw himself as head boy and Quidditch World Cup. None yeah. of the other, other, none of these brothers He's, have done that. Exactly. He's had a brother who's a Quidditch captain, a Quidditch, he had the Quidditch World Cup, and one who was a head boy. Not both. No. Exactly. Um, and, and I think because of those reasons at home and then the way Harry is, like, Harry's fame, but the thing is, with Harry, it's a fame that he he doesn't want. No, Harry would love to give up everything, have his parents back, and live a normal life. Yeah, without magic, I think he'd do it without magic too. 
I think if Harry had the choice to give up magic and live with his parents in the muggle world, he, he would, would do it in an instant. Yeah. You know, so I feel like, in Ron's perspective, he it's natural for him to react like that because you could react like that at home. But he knows that Harry. He knows that Harry doesn't want this. He knows that Harry would, because Harry said it before that he doesn't want to be famous. He wants a normal life. Yeah. So the moment he, because Harry made no no statement about wanting to be in the the, the uh, goblet, you know, the um, tournament, mm-hmm. and yet the moment he's forced into it, Ron straight away. Well, you've done this just to spite me. You've done this because you know I wanted to. He knows better. Just because you're treated badly in one place does not give you the license to act like a complete tool to everyone else. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit... <laughs> but no, I do agree. Um, but but I I, you see it from Ron's point of view more than anything else. I try and see both sides. Like, The thing is, I'm an only child, so I don't get the... Hand-me-downs and the looking up yeah. to you. Yeah, I've got two elder sisters and one younger brother, so I'm the, I'm the oldest boy, so I don't get any hand-me-downs. But I do have two elder sisters, which have gone on to do better than I've done. So yeah. I can see it as well from that. You know, so but I don't act like a dick to people. Yeah, I see what you mean. I think with Ron, though, I think that's natural. And I feel at the same time as well, je- it's not just jealousy of Harry. For example, he's jealous of anything. Any- anything that he likes, he likes and he can't have. He- his natural reaction is jealousy. Like, so he's emotionally a lot, quite immature then? Very. Um, because look at it, for example... Hermione is with Crumb, he gets jealous. Because Hermione's his in his mind. Even without the romantic overtones of that statement. Yeah. You know, like, that's how he acts. Do you think that's why Harry hasn't made any other like close friends? Because Ron is pretty much forcing everyone else away, because Harry is his friend. I believe so. Hmm. That's kind of sad. You know, because, I mean, they've got other friends in the group, but not them three are together. Yeah, Neville is the only one who could possibly enter the Golden Trio. I feel like Neville is kind of overlooked in this film as well um if you go from the baby fat of the previous film yeah sorry no that's the second film thing yeah of, the second one to him growing up now you can tell his body his face has changed yeah. dramatically but I, I mean like little things I feel sorry for Neville in this one it's kind of used as a reason to do someone else's dirty work for him I can't what's the word for that a tool yeah it's kind of like used as a tool within the um a lackey. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's given the information by Moody. To pass on to Harry. Yeah, but without actually being told to pass it on. Exactly, he's, yeah. They're relying on Neville's good nature to say, oh, I've got this, you could, you could help you. Exactly. Um, and I feel for Neville because, like, look at his reaction. You can see he's so genuine with, like, because he likes herbology, right? Yeah. And... He's a, he's a good guy. Yeah, he really is. Cause, I mean, look look at the way he's done stuff, right? So the first one, he says, no, I'll fight you because he doesn't want them to get into trouble, right? Yeah. So he stands up against his own friends. Which, as Dumbledore says at the end, takes a lot more courage, courage. to stand up your friends rather than your enemies. And then I'm trying to think, does he do anything in the second one? No, he uh, the minion, the Cornish Pixies, put him on the thing. Yeah. And then the third one, nothing happens with Neville in the third one, does it? Oh, the um, Mandrake. And he has to face Snape's Bogart. Yes. But so, that's him facing his own fear about people. And he, with Lupin's help, he didn't overcome the fear, but he faced it. Yeah. And I, but I believe, though, that Neville would... Obviously, yes, he lost his parents. Yeah. Well, ten, it's actually worse than Harry's situation. Because Neville's parents are still alive. They're just tortured into insanity. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is 
horrific knowing they're still alive but they'll never recognise you and I, and I think what Moody does to him brings that back to the surface because oh, you can tell when he's looking at the spider twitching because he looks at the spider twitching and he's torturing the spider and like Neville's face he's, Neville's, Neville in, I think in his mind because he's hearing like the screams Screaming. of his parents that, that's him yeah it resonates back to his parents so I feel for him and the thing is He's, he's only trying to help Harry because I mean he says like um, he says have you got a turnip that can hold me on the water or something and he goes what about gillyweed and all he's trying to do is make a conversation with him to take his mind off the, the thing that the, the task that's coming up <laughs> you know Neville's the kind of friend that you'd like to have and Ron's the one you end up with yeah you know because like Harry goes no disrespect but I don't need to hear it right now and like he, he says that in a nice in the nicest way possible but still forceful under stress yeah still forceful and you know, and he's like, oh, okay. And he kind of backs away. So, like, there's no... He's not forcing it. No. He's, you know, and... He's meeting Harry on his own terms. Yeah. And I, I like that about Neville, because you see a different side of Neville later on in, in the, the film, which I really do like. But I just feel like at the moment, th- this is him. That was the first part of him stepping forward again. Because he could have just turned away and walked off. Yeah. And instead, he says about Gillyweed. So... He took that step going forward and go, I can do we can get this. He made a step himself. He, he his confidence has grown since this first and second movie. Yeah. But the first and second movie were where it began. Yeah. Because in the books it show, it says he lives with his grandmother his nan, yeah. who is quite overbearing and doesn't believe Neville is worth much. Because mm-hmm. he, he doesn't act like his father. Yeah. You know, so I I mean, the progression wise, I feel like that's Neville's the one that kind of progresses a lot. Um over, I think over the course of the series, I'd say. Yeah, well, one in one of the later moves, he proves how much he's exactly, changed. Exactly that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there anything we haven't covered? Uh, the fact, no, no, we've covered everything. Voldemort's resu- um, restoration and everything. Yeah. Um, oh, Dumbledore. Um, so you see a different side of Dumbledore in this one. We see two different sides. Yes. Which is one annoys me because they didn't. Right in the book, well, after Harry's name name comes out of the Goblet of Fire. Um, it says Dumbledore calmly up to him and spoke to him and said Harry did you put your name in the goblet no did you ask someone else to put your name in no in this one runs up grabs him by the scruff and did you put your name in the goblet yeah whoa calm down there Dumbles calm down yeah and we see a bit more of a human humanised side of him later on after after Harry has basically violated his privacy and had a peek at his pensive because you sit, that's the thing I was about to say, he's sitting down, like he does, for example, if I were talking to you and I've, like, I've had enough, and you know what, for example, if someone stressed, they yeah. sit down, they put their hands, they, they, they sit down, their, their head's down, they lower their head and their body language, Dumbledore is always straight up, like, in this one, he's yeah, sitting down, he's defeated. He's, he's literally is defeated. Um, I think it's more of a mental defeat though, not a physical. Oh no, he's not, physical defeat would be very difficult for Dumbledore, but he admits, he admitted to Harry that every time I grasp almost reach there it, 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 it disappears it mm-hmm. floats away and it's maddening yeah. he admits a weakness to Harry which is a very humanising thing which he's not done before no. so you can see there's a bond there and I feel like that was the thing that helped Harry like okay like it's normal to be defeated yeah do you know what I mean because Dumbledore is something of a hero to a lot of people he's seen as like the second coming of Merlin yeah. and in this very, instance yeah. Harry is seeing that even heroes can have faults. Exactly, which I think helps Harry in in the long run. Oh yeah, he because he well, he under, he understands where thing is uh, Albus is coming from in the long run. Yeah, so you do see where he's coming from. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think there's 
like this I feel like this film is the one that um kind of opens up the door for like the next step I feel like the third if you didn't have the Prisoner of Azkaban right because Sirius is not really in this one right it, no it, his voice bit, appears but that's yeah. about it but if so if you didn't have the Prisoner of Azkaban and you just had this one you would be able to continue the story I think personally you would be able to continue off about the Prisoner of Azkaban yeah, the, the Prisoner of Azkaban storyline is literally just to introduce. I think it's more more than le- more than that. It's just to introduce Lupin and Sirius. Sirius. Yeah, and Wormtail, the story of Wormtail. Yeah, but that's it. I think that's all that film's for. This one, now you understand more Ministry. Now, so this is the government behind yeah. it and all and everything. But you can tell. So obviously, I haven't read the book. Got it. Got a bit of fire book, but you can tell the way this one ends. If you didn't know that there was any more films, you would tell. There's another one coming. Yeah. Well, any movie we see the baddie come back, yeah. you know there's something else coming. Exactly. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? I think it's it's more the way it's done that I'm like, okay, now now, now the story is happening. Kind I of also thing. think that what you said, like the point at which I, which the point, if I'd never seen any other ones, the point I knew, the point at which I know the movie, would, no, there'd be another one, would be Dumbledore's speech at the end. Yeah. I don't know why, because you'd think it'd be like Voldemort returning. Yeah, yeah. But it's more like Dumbledore's speech talk about how times are coming and you have to decide what is right and what is easy. Yeah. Exactly that. So, yeah, I, I just look at this one and I'm like, okay, this... You had the first... The first two are... The first one kind of obviously sets the scene. Second one is like the, the new adventure kind of thing. Yeah. The third one... I wouldn't say he gets lost in its way, but it's just there. It's, it's an it extension of the family. He's, he's, he finds a male role model figure he can link to. Yeah, it's more like a timeline one. Like this, yeah. this, all it does is just moves the timeline on a bit. But this one is now Dumble, um, Voldemort back. Like he's, yeah. f- he's physically back. This is basically the start of the Second War. Yeah, so this, this is like now. Now this is when it gets interesting kind of thing. So it's taken kind of four films for it. It'll be the fifth film for it to start properly. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's like any story, isn't it? That has to, has to build up before the main act. Yeah, which I like. So this is like it's taken over four films for this to now. Okay, now now what's going to happen? Yeah, kind of thing, which I like. And then you've got the next series, like next set, and then that progressively tells the rest. So I feel like this is the one of the best ones, in my opinion, of okay. like the whole series. All right, because it's the starting point of the second war. And it's of the, the next, yeah. Um, so, go on to ratings? Yep. All right, so before we jump on our ratings, uh, there's a couple of ways that you can support us. Um, go on to Twitter um, and follow us. FRM underscore media. Uh, jump onto Instagram and give us a follow. FRM underscore media, AYU. There you go. If You you can find us on any platform, um, nigh on any platform. You just go in the search bar and write in as you're untitled. If you don't know what them platforms are, you can go on to Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, and hopefully one day we'll go on to a couple more. So go, uh, go and listen to us on there. Um, if you would like to buy merchandise, we have new merch out. New year, new merch. Yep, definitely. So over Christmas period, we had all of our Christmas stuff. Um, that is now taken down and you will not be able to get it again. It was a limited time only, people. It was. So if you did get any of that, well done. If you didn't... Oh dear. Yep. Um, new merch is out. Um, if you recognise the design or the style of the design, tweet us. Let us know. Um, obviously, I got inspiration from other 
sauces. The other sauces, um, they really inspired me. So I kind of used that as the idea and like the layout and stuff. Yeah. With our own tweaks on it. So, um, yeah. So props to that if you know what that's from. Um, so, yeah. Go jump over to our website, which will be down in the uh, description bar. So click that. Um, it's actually a hyperlink. So you can actually click that link and it will direct you straight to our shop. If you do end up getting some of our merch, please send us a picture. Tweet us a picture with yeah. you wearing it or you holding it or something so we can see you've got it. Yeah, yeah. We'll be happy to give you a shout out, won't we? Exactly, yeah. So if you want to tweet us and you want a shout out, then um, let's say take a photo in a merch. And it doesn't have to be like the new t-shirts. It could be my honk or Chris's fwub. Um, oh. You know, either of those. And yeah, that's it really. I think there's that. That's I think all we've got to do is the... Uh, the ratings. Yeah. Yeah. So you first. Do you want me to go first? Um, because I can't think what I've rated the others. No, it's been so long since we did one. It has been a while. To rate. Um, so rate it as an independent. Yeah, I will do. So, I mean, it's it's not a bad film. I feel like this this is stronger than the others. The other, In my opinion, this is stronger than the other three. Um, and it's one of the better ones. So I'll give it an eight. That's a bit of a strong one, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think like... <laughs> This is one of the better ones out of the original four, um, in my opinion. Okay. I'm going to go with seven. Okay. You know, you already know why. Yeah. There's bits that you'd rather... Yeah. Yeah. The bits that you're missing, bits Which that I would love to on. see from the book. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair enough. Um, yeah. I, th- I think that's it. I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, look out for... New stuff that's coming out. If you want to jump onto our YouTube channel and jump over there, um, that link will also be in the description. Uh, yeah, but just give us a follow on our social medias. As you know, we're going to be active, more active this year than we was last year. Um, we're going to hopefully, if you can help us make this year better by sharing. For example, if you don't want to buy merch, but you want to share our pod, like our stuff, send it to someone else, you know, comment on stuff. If anything, we would be more happy with you doing that than it would be if you was to buy merch. The merch is... You know, we'd love you if you bought it and stuff and people were supporting that. But if you want to support us just... Just by sharing yeah, the pod, spreading it around. Exactly, without having to do anything financial, then we are more than happy with that. Like, yeah, we'd love that too. So, um, yeah, for us, it's not about buy our merch. Like, that's not it. No, it's, it's, you know, that's a side thing. It, exactly. We, we do this because we know people enjoy it and we love to make you people happy. It is. Um, obviously, we're now four in, so we've got four more left. Yep. If there's a series that you'd like us to do after this, then um, then tell us. Uh, people have already started asking and um, requesting series. We've also got a few movies that have been requested independently. We've yes. still got to get to at some point. And we've got them. And uh, this year we are finishing off um, basically any sequels that we have. So we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and 3. Um, scary movies. Scary cool. 2 and 3. Yeah. Because after that we don't consider them... Yeah. Truly connected. Yeah, because they're like I think the Wayans stopped at that point, so we're stopping when the Wayans stopped. We stay with the Wayans era of scary movies. Exactly. Uh, so unless you want us to do four and five, then obviously tweet us. Um, <laughs> I'd rather not, but you know, let us know. Um, we've got some people that have recommended and requested films, so we're going to watch and them as well. So um, yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, hopefully, this year's a lot better. Yep. Um, and more um, efficient. Yes, more yeah. prosperous for us both. Exactly. Um, that's it. Any last words? Adios.